Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the MLB DFS podcast for Rotowire, sponsored by FanDuel. It's Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Hopefully you uh, maybe you got a little break from fantasy baseball. Maybe you didn't. But Todd Zola, if you're a season-long player, Mike Trout's out for a couple weeks now. Bryce Harper probably likely to have a suspension coming. Maybe this is the time where you start turning your attention from seasonal to daily. What do you say? Well, I think that yes and no. Even if you're struggling in your seasonal leagues, you owe it to your league and yourself to keep pushing on. But I understand what you're saying, that uh, it, it's, it's nice to, to do a little bit more than just keep pushing on. So, yeah, that, that, that's what – and it's also nice that you were able to say start you, – you didn't have to say start researching fantasy football. You were able to say do some daily DFS baseball. You know, a few years back, you know, we'd be talking about if we were drafting a quarterback in the first round now. Yeah, you're right. You're uh, you're right. At least we have the daily game, and it's a way to you know potentially recoup some of the investments you made already if you play smartly and you listen to us because that's what we're doing here over at RotoWire, getting you going. Now uh, let's start with the pitchers. Uh, we got the obvious ones here. We got Robbie Ray, Chris Sale, Verlander, Severino, but I want to talk about Jeff Samarja real fast. Samarja, I know he's against Washington. However. Uh, I'm looking at this matchup, and I'm looking at the streak that Samarja has been on, and he has been nothing short of outstanding over the last month of May. Do you think Jeff Samarja at 89 is the best value on the board today, even though he's going against a Nationals lineup that's a very potent lineup? I don't know if you can call him the value, but he's definitely in play. He, he's his peripheral strikeout and walk rate are, are I think, you know, Kershonian is uh, the way I would put it. He's still a little bit, little bit sketchy. Washington, well, Washington slowed down, and if there is a suspension that you alluded to, it won't be tonight, obviously. Right. So um, it's it's a bit of a risk, but there's there's just there's a ton of I mean, there's a ton of pitching on the board, a ton of you know yeah there's a a good deal of pitching on the board. You might be able to I wouldn't use him in a cash game, but you might be able to differentiate some a bit and 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 yeah I'd use him in some GPP. There's strikeout upside in that Washington lineup. Let's talk about Jose Barrios, so $300 less. Uh, he's at home against Houston. Now, Barrios has been quite good uh, in his first few outings here back in the major leagues, which was, uh, you know, obviously something. This is something you see a lot when you have young pitchers. Sometimes they come up there and struggle. Not everybody comes up there and just dominates from day one. Clearly, Barrios now over the three starts with a one six six ERA. Uh, the, the thing that sticks out to me about Barrios so far is the hits, or should I say lack thereof. I think guys are having a hard time squaring him up. Uh, he's also got the walks way under control too, which uh, is certainly a good thing to see because when you limit the hits and you limit the walks, chances are there's a lot of goose eggs over in that scoreboard. What are your thoughts on Barrios tonight, 86, against Houston and Mike Fires? 
Yeah, we're a little, little early to say he's got the ability to limit hits. I mean, you know, there are some people that say no pitcher has the ability to limit hits. They have a, some, some ability to limit hits. We, we don't know where, where uh, Barrios is yet. No, I, like, he's, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a complete tournament dark because, I mean, we saw what Houston could do. Start, there are, their offense is starting to click. There are, you know, so that, that, that is a risk. There is also some strikeout potential in the Houston lineup. Maybe not as much as last year, but it's there. So yeah, I like it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I like I like the upside there for for GPP. It may not be the first place I go if I'm only playing a couple lineups, but I do like it. All right, I want to go back to Robbie Ray for a second because I brought this up last week with Robbie Ray, and I know sometimes splits or splits or whatever you're talking about, but on the road this year, over five starts, he's got a .81 ERA outside of that building, outside of Arizona, and he's going to be in Pittsburgh today. Mm-hmm. And Pittsburgh certainly a lineup that has some strikeout potential in it. And I'm looking at that, and I'm saying to myself, all right, I can go all the way up to the top of the board to 11700 for Chris Sale. Or I can save myself two grand and, and have Robbie Ray with a guy who has equal, I think, the strikeout potential. As much as you love the narrative of Chris Sale going back to the Chicago White Sox ballpark and you know going against the old squad and all that crap, to me, uh, you could keep your narrative. Give me the two thousand dollars. Do you agree with that mindset? No, I'll take the narrative. Um, Ooh, you'll take the two thousand. Well, show, show him what's behind the board, folks, for the two thousand dollars in the narrative. The, 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 the strikeout potential is not the same. It may be K nine per se, but sales going to go seven plus. Ray's going to be lucky to go six. That's just because he's so pitch, pitch inefficient. He just doesn't go that deep into the ball games. And especially, we'll get to pricing of, of hitters in a, in a bit. But you, you'll have no problem finding hitters at a good price tonight. So, you know, I, I'm not even going to play around with it. I mean, I, I like Ray. And uh, the other thing about it is I think, I think Ray may be chalkier than Sale because of that. So I think, I think Sale's, at least in GPP, I think Sale's ownership may be lower than Ray. I mean, I think Sale will be the, the cash pitcher without a doubt. I think Ray's ownership might be a little bit higher. So if you want to get off the chalk a bit, Sale may even be contrarian to Ray. Uh, a certain amount. I raise fine. He's my, excuse my second pitcher on the board, but it's the, I don't think you can, I don't think you can use the argument, the same potential for, for few, for less money. Sales potential is still higher. I agree. He's higher. Do you think it's $2,000 higher though? You really think it's that significant? See, I, I have a hard time getting there. Uh, I, I think a lot of it's based upon the fact that I'm not concerned about fitting in bats tonight. All right, fair enough. That's if the bats, if the pricing is a little tighter, I may, uh, I may have a, an issue with it. I don't think there's a player. I don't think there's a player at five thousand dollars tonight to, uh, to you know, the, I think forty five hundred might be the highest bat in your lineup, and it could you know still be a, a really strong bat. So a lot of it has to do with that. Um, now, now Ray has gone deeper in the games when he when he is. In, in in theory, you can come back and say, well, Pittsburgh's a weak lineup. He's going to go in deeper into the game because of it, and he may. It's just not as much of a foregone conclusion. And you look, listen, Sale can get knocked out in five too, right. but um, at least on paper, uh, you, you know, you're projecting seven, seven and a third for Sale. Well, I never project more than seven, but for Ray, you know, I, I don't know six, six and a third. So it's not quite as high. All right, I'm still taking the $2,000. I know what you're talking okay. about about the hitting. I agree. I'm going to go on the other side of that spectrum there because that's what makes the show fun. Eddie Butler, 7,200, last guy I want to talk about. Well, going up against the Padres. That. Oh, there's one more. Well, that's right, well, that I want to talk we'll do about. Your, we'll do your butler. Do your All butler. right, we'll do my butler. All right, well, let's, let's, let's call okay. in the butler and see if the butler can do it for you at 7,200 okay. against the Padres. Can you get behind that notion 
for I know the quality start is in question. I get that. But because the strikeout potential might be there in that Padre lineup, is that enough of a, a price break for you in GPP play, or is it just simply not enough floor for Eddie Butler? No, in order to in order to get a strikeout potential, you see, you, you have to have a certain level of strikeout ability yourself, and right. Butler's just not showing that. All right, so who's the guy you want to talk about? Who's the last guy for you GPP wise? I'm trained? going with the guy that's opposite Butler. Oh, the Denilson. Denilson Lamet. The Denilson monster. Okay, well, tell I mean, me why against the events the Cubbies. Okay, he's uh. He's 6'4", 187. Uh, to me, that he's, it's a string bean. You know, I think one of my legs weighs 187. <laughs> All right? The guy throws 95 miles an hour, and he's got some control issues, and they've never seen him before. Okay. I can't imagine these guys are going to be all that comfortable stepping in the box. He's striking out double digits down on the minors end when he came up. I just, I, the first time seeing this guy, they cannot be, I don't care for the Chicago Cubs or, you know, the, you know, the, the, or whoever, the, the best, you know, any team in Washington. They're, you just can't be comfortable getting into the box against this string bean, throwing the ball 95, averaging 95, which means you throw some pitches higher than 95. So I, I'll, I'll, you know, at it, six, it's 6K with the strikeout upside there. There's my, you know, the thing about it is, Again, I don't, I don't, you don't need him for the price. You need him for the uh, exposure, you know, although I wouldn't be surprised if people are on him because of this. One other guy too, I just want to throw Matt Andres out there too. It's another guy who'll have low ownership, but it's been pretty good of late. He's got three wins in his last tries. Now I know only two of those starts were five innings, but uh, overall in the month of May, Matt Andres has been at least competitive. Maybe another guy too to consider on two pitcher sites. Uh, we are trying to find that little low cost efficient guy. Now let's go to the other end of the spectrum here in pitching. Uh, you got Tyler Pill pitching for the Mets. You got Asher Wojciechowski, who I can't imagine getting out of the fifth inning against Toronto in Toronto. Which is uh, exactly why he'll do it. Which is exactly why he'll do it, and he'll Quit screw us all. Yeah. Jerk. Uh, and Bartolo Colon in Anaheim. Now, again, that's without uh, Mike Trout, so maybe that one stays a little bit different now. But any other offenses right off the bat here besides the obvious Colorado situation that have caught your eye for stacks today before we go on to individual positions? Yeah, well, he's not on the card for pitching, but Eric Scoglin, a lefty going for Kansas City. Love the Detroit Love Detroit tonight. Um, that's That was one area. Let's see. Uh, that was sort of the main. It was just I I, I just like like Detroit a lot tonight. Is is the is the uh, the other one? I don't mind some of the Boston bats against Jose Quintana. I know he's a good pitcher, but Boston's warming up just a little bit, and I think some of the righties might be glad to see a lefty. So I don't mind that. And I actually don't mind Minnesota against Fires. I mean, Fires is actually out of the rotation and is back in it again because of injuries. He's been getting up some homers, and there's some firepower in that Minnesota lineup. All right, let's go over to the catcher position here. Usual suspects, top of the board. We all know that. So let's get down a little bit lower. Uh, and let's talk about Stephen Vogt for a second at 2,700 against Trevor Bauer. Uh, Bauer's a guy who has struggled so far mightily in Cleveland. Uh, I understand maybe the floor isn't very high for Vogt, but he is a guy that has a little bit of power at 2,700. He certainly pops to me today. Anybody else for you right off the bat? Is it a Jet Bandy at 25 against the Mets? Uh, or somebody else, you see a low-level potential. Also, James McCann, you mentioned Detroit. Uh, he's going to be out uh, on the 10-day DL. Now, I'm trying to remember who's going to be playing today in his stand. It's not going to be via. It'll, it'll either be Hicks or, be Hicks, um, right? the, or the other. Um, I'm flaking on the uh, 
they're back up now. But yeah, the, the first place you go nowadays, if it's riding the mound, you go to Avia, all the prices starting to reflect it because he's been hitting second. No, I uh, I don't mind Russell Martin. I know he doesn't have the platoon edge over Asher Wojciechowski, but I'll take I'll take Russell Martin there. He's starting to hit again. Uh, I don't know if, uh, if it'll be Knapp or Rupp against Nicolino, but if you want to punt play, whichever one of those is playing against Nicolino, I don't mind that at all. But um, I think, you know, I'm actually not even worrying about pricing. I'm just looking for the, the, the players I think are going to get the most points. And even though Martin's priced down, uh, I think he's on the near the top of the board tonight as far as potential and points. All right, first base, Paul Goldschmidt, 4,600, Votto, 45 in Toronto. Anthony Rizzo at San Diego, 44. Will Myers at 38 against Butler, who we mentioned earlier. Does that become an appealing choice to you there, Will Myers against Eddie Butler? Man, you can't go wrong at first base tonight. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, Miguel um, Cabrera is the same price too, yeah, and yeah, exactly. so is Mark Reynolds in Colorado. So you yeah. want to talk about? I mean, there's a three hundred dollar yeah. difference between Mark Reynolds a week ago and Mark Reynolds now. Is that something that we should be taking advantage of, or is there a reason for that? Are we starting to build in the fact that there's some little bit of regression to the mean coming for Reynolds. Well, Reynolds. Well, this is what Reynolds does. He gets hot, then he strikes out, then he's out of the lineup. It's just how long he stays hot depends on how long he stays in the lineup. Well, I mean, going against a lefty, Miranda. I know Miranda's pitched well, but he hasn't pitched in cores yet. You mentioned Miggy against Scoglin. The power's not there yet. Wouldn't be surprised if it starts tonight. You know, listen, Matty Carpenter against Maeda at down at 3,000. I mean, you don't have to go there, but that's in play. Hanley. Uh, Hanley against the Quintana and, and, and uh, you know, Justin Bohr, if people haven't noticed, um, Justin Bohr is pretty good at baseball. Justin Bohr is having a, another guy having – I just did a video uh, about him. Yeah. He had a fantastic May. I mean, yeah. I know we got one more day or two left here in May, but my yeah. goodness, you look at the numbers, he's got more home runs than Stanton heading into yeah. this past weekend. Uh, it is right now the Justin Bohr's world and we're living in. And it's great to see because now he's gone from in season-long leagues too – from a corner guy to, I think, a legit first baseman yeah, in the absolutely. deeper 15-team league. So Absolutely. I mean, you can't go – I mean, literally – I, I, I mean, heck, even Logan Morrison at this point, you yeah, know, I against mean, Nick it, Martinez, it, that's another one. I mean, I mean who would have thought Logan Morrison would have 14 dingers by the time we turn the page yeah, into June? Exactly. I mean, I know, you know, you see all these names kind of dilutes it. I mean, you know, which one do you want, Zola? You know, I want Miggy tonight. I want Miggy against Scoglin tonight. If, you know, who's my one guy that I'm going to probably lock in and then move on? You know, I'll probably get exposure to a couple, but Miggy, if one lineup, that's all. I'm probably going to use Miggy. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm I'm with you. You and I found common ground yet again. Oh I think it's I think it's that one. No, it's good. It's good that sometimes we agree and sometimes we don't. If yep. I'll tell you what, I can't say Bohr is a bad play against Velasquez because I think oh, no. fastball pitcher, fastball hitter, ball go far. You know, I'm, I I think that's a really good opportunity. Um, you know. The one guy we did not really touch on pitcher-wise was Sonny Gray earlier, right. who's been doing pretty well also. Can you get behind him going against – I know it's against power, so you like that aspect of it. But do you like him going in Cleveland against the Indians here tonight too? I mean, He's a guy I've been picking on. It seems like we've had him on our slate a couple of times. Yeah. I've, I've reversed. I mean, I needed to see, and I've seen – I don't want to say the old Sonny Gray, uh, but well, no, I think that's fair to say. I mean, yeah. the, the Sonny Gray that was a one A type pitcher. He was, to me, he was never an ace, right, Todd? I don't well, think he was an ace. I think he was a one A. I thought he was a yes, exactly, because of the, the somewhat lack of strikeouts. And if right. you, you structure your, your team properly, you could take you know you get him at a discount because no one else picked him up for the strikeouts. It's uh, yeah, I mean, there's still some risk involved. But he's keeping the ball down. He has a bit of a. I mean, he, he's not like a swagger like some of these guys, but he had a certain a certain swag about him and a, 
in a kind of a you know nonchalant sort of way. He seems to maybe it's more of confidence than in swagger with him. Yeah, the the guys on the broadcast mentioned that he the one main difference is he takes more time with men on base, which I don't know if I like very much. But the games I've seen him, there haven't been very many men on base. So, uh, so he, he's back. I don't, yeah, Cleveland, ah, they're hitting a little bit again. It's, 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 it's a decent way to get some, uh, some exposure. Uh, I don't think he'll be highly owned. So that is there and he is striking out people again. So, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe in a two site, maybe he's probably better suited for a two pitcher site. I would think, I don't know if I want him my, uh, on my, my, my sole guy and my only lineup, but I'm back on him in the non stacking sort of way. And by the way, how, how the mighty have fallen, the kings of April. By the end of May here, Eric Thames down to 3,100. He's averaging about one and a half points over his last five games, six games. So uh, it's been a rough go there, hitting rock bottom there for Thames. All right, let's go to the other side of the corners. Yep. Third base, Nolan Arenado, 4,400. But in your estimation against the lefty, that's a bargain, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know whether we were joking off air whether uh, FanDuel has, has set their Wednesday pricing when that flips to safe go a day early or not, but that just seems um, it just seems a little out of character that they're that so cheap against the lefty in course. Yeah, normally I think that price would be somewhere around 51. You know, that would, if yeah. you ask me what's the price of Arenado against the weak lefty in course field, I would say 51. I you wouldn't know, say 44. Well, you know what? I, yeah. uh, you know, I, I guess it's not – I'm going to put Mar- Miranda better than weak – but he's not a you know I don't think he can do much better than that right now. He's I think I think he's got some potential. Jake Lamb at four thousand crushing righties this year against the Von Nova though. Uh, does that give you pause or is Lamb still viable option for you? He's in. I I'm a I'm a Nova fan and I know that if you want to win money in DFS, you're not supposed to think like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know, but um, I yeah, it's in, anytime he's in a righty, he's in play. But um, I do think there's other places you can go. All right. Who else at third base is uh, making it look good for you today in terms of, I mean, you also got a returning Josh Donaldson who just came back recently too. I know he just came back, and sometimes that's not necessarily where you want to go. You want to let guys get back up to speed. However, with the matchup he's got today, Wojciechowski, and also the fact that you're probably going to see a fair amount of that middle relief from Cincinnati in Toronto, I think 3,600 for Josh Donaldson is quite reasonable. Yep, yep, and absolutely. So is the other third baseman of the game, Ijuanio Suarez, against J.A. Happ, yep. Happ, who's returning a lefty. So, I mean, Suarez plays against lefties and righties, so you're probably going to see some of the Toronto bullpen as well. And, uh, you know, 2,900, you can go there. Um, if you, if you, you know, someone who's in a, you know, our guys, you know, who, you know we always pick a guy that's going to break out. Um, Franco sitting down, the order, Michael Franco against yep. Justin DeCorno. I mean, if you're looking for that, 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 14-point home run that no one else is going to have with so many other good hitters on the board, that's in play. Well, I'm just waiting for some of those Phillies to come around, too. I'm waiting for the Herreras and Josephs and Francos and all those guys. I mean, as bad as they've been here to open the season, I I think that they're better than they've shown. I think Justin Nicolino might be something that could help that. Yeah, I I would say this. If you're somebody just playing multiple lineups and you're going to do that, it would not be a terrible idea to even, you know, to contemplate a couple of those Phillies today. I just, I, I really, I really feel like that's just eventually going to turn around for them. And just keep that in mind too. It's kind of what I said about Toronto a couple of weeks ago before the Devin Travis turnaround before, you know, sometimes things are just, and 
I said it about a month ago, right? Somewhere around three, four weeks ago. And then Devin Travis, Joey Bats, uh, Justin Smoke started really hitting this knot out of the ball. That's that's a, you got to realize that just some teams, some offenses, it's baseball. There's going to be ebb and flow, and you got to make sure you start to recognize when those prices get lower. I mean, Travis was mm-hmm. you know thirty one for a couple of weeks, they're you know, three thousand almost. It just it was just a no brainer. We started to hit the ball. It's going to take a little while for the pricing to catch up to the hitter. All right, let's go over to second base. Cano forty five in Colorado. Too much or just right? Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, it's 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 fine. <laughs> the thing is, you don't have. Yes, it's good. It, it's actually very good. But you don't. Again, you don't have to go there. Um, I don't even think that I highlighted it. I'm not even sure why. Maybe because it was some other ones. Well, yeah, because it's a lefty lefty. I don't. You know, I'd rather. I mean, I know that Cano. I know Cano can hit lefties, but why take the chance? I, my opinion is, why take the chance when there's some other good hitters on the board? You know, I know Samarge has been great, but I was really surprised to see Daniel Murphy at 3,400. I don't know if you can explain that one to me. Go ahead, but I, I can't quite get there of why he's quite so cheap. Not that it's an incredible discount, but it's enough that it certainly raised an eyebrow for me. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I listen. I you know, uh, the guys that set the prices don't you know don't comment on my work. I'm not going to comment on theirs. Mm-hmm. Well, would you kind of comment and <laughs> say, do you want to buy or you want to comment? Oh man, I mean, there's, again, there's so many good options. I can see, you know, I think people will be off of it because of Samarja. Uh, so if you want, it, it, it's it's more of an exposure play than a, uh, you know, matchup play. But mm-hmm. I, I can see going there. I don't know that I would. All right, Devin Travis, 3,300. I like him a lot today. Also, Jonathan Villar. I would keep him in mind, too, uh, 3,200, because I don't know what Tyler Pill's ability to keep men on base, nor the Mets' ability to throw out runners. So I could see him being very active today. DJ LeMahieu, 3,200 in Colorado, also pretty darn cheap. Uh, anybody else at second base before he turned the page of shortstop that uh, piques your interest? Uh, Neil Walker with Davies. And again, you mentioned the Philly stack, which I was going to kind of slip in at some point. So you got that. Cesar Hernandez against Nicolino. All right, shortstop Gene Segura in Colorado, 4,200. Priced well enough, worth playing. Gene Segura has been pretty good this year, I got to say. Yeah, actually, well, yeah. One more second, Brandon Phillips against oh, Brandon Phillips Parker too. Bridwell. You we, like the Parker Bridwell? Well, I like I like the matchup there. Although Bridwell's a righty, but even so, at twenty seven hundred, I don't mind Phillips there. All right, uh, and there's another offense even without Freeman that'll eventually hit again. Back to you. Say, so where, where are we? Gene now? Segura, forty two hundred, having a uh, pretty good season here. But I, I don't know. I think forty two is a little high today for me. For uh, yeah, you don't need. I mean, you can you can afford it, but you don't have to go there. There, there will be no trouble squeezing it in. Um, he has. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't have him marked off. Uh, but uh, I think some of it would be. I don't know how much they're going to have to run, and I kind of like a little. If I'm if I'm paying that much, I wanted him to run a little bit. I know he can run, but I don't think he'll run against Anderson. All right, then you got Xander Bogarts, who the powers finally come around on him. Uh, Xander Bogarts in 326 on the years against the lefty Quintana, who, I mean, let's be honest, Quintana has not looked sharp this year. He's had a lot of bad outings. He has that, you know, he has that one outing where, oh, he's back. Right. And the next one is not quite as good. So, you know, a lot of times, I mean, you should should perform independent of how the team's performing. And I know that one's, it's kind of a push me, pull me. But if the team, well, actually the team's starting to play better. But if you know some of these good pitchers on, on lesser teams, I don't. I they they're humans. I just don't know that they have that extra little notch, that little you know edge to to go out there and do it all the time. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily the case with Quintana at all because I think he's 
I think he's trying to pitch to get on another team. I agree. I think he's pressing. I, I think yeah. you nailed it. I think that's exactly what he's doing. I think he might be one of these guys where, you know, the noise kind of gets you a little bit about being dealt or, and, you know, maybe pressing, maybe trying to impress, whatever it is. But I think it's gotten in psyche because the last three years, I mean, he's been money in the bank, basically. I think one of the most underrated, underappreciated pitchers in all of baseball. So he's you know. also been the, uh, the second fiddle, you know, and yes. not that, you know, it, no, that's it, a good again, point too. Sometimes you know, there's more pressure there. You're right. Yeah, there's more pressure there. You wouldn't, you know, those, we play stratomatic, you know, that, you know, our, our, our playing cards don't feel pressure, you know, do you interview uh, them after the game's over? Do you, well, do you, you have know, a press I, conference? I kinda, you know, I kind of, would. I may, I may or may not. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a little personal. That's, that's a little personal. I know, like, we, all we've right, known right. each other for a few years now, but you know, that's, <laughs> You're getting, that's a little, you know, we don't, you don't have quite refrigerator rights just yet. <laughs> We're not quite there yet. Uh, the, uh, I love you, Todd Zola. <laughs> I'm, really, not, I'm not afraid to say it. I, I'll say it right here on the air. Right, well, it's all good. Now, you, I'm, not, not, have, now, I'm not saying have. that because I want refrigerator privileges, but I hope it at least works in my favor. All, all right. right, Zach Cozart, let's talk about him. You mentioned Suarez. Oh. How about Cozart against yeah. a lefty hitting 424 on the season against left-handed pitching with a thousand eleven OPS? Yeah, he's hitting second too. He's a. I, mean, I don't want to use the word no-brainer because there's a lot of. Oh good no, you can use it. Play. No, go ahead. But, go uh, ahead, use it. No-brainer. Yeah, you can say. Who would, actually, who would have thought? Who would have thought that Zach Cozart might be chalk? I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> but that's, that's where we're at. That's why baseball yeah, is great. I, I wish I had. You know, I wish I had a nickel for every trade I've turned down where someone offered me Cozart. No, 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 you know, not, just. I think you'd rather have Cozart than the Nichols at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be able to enter, be able to enter one of these tournaments. But um, anyway, the th- thing is, yes, the, the bottom line is yes. Uh, I, I use green and yellow as my green is definite yellow. You know, okay, Cozart's a green stripe tonight. Yeah, I'm with you 100. percent I really like that game too. Uh, stick it on your uh, Parker Bridwell fascination, Dansby Swanson, <laughs> 2700. How about that guy? No righty righty, but. Is that another guy you want to justify? You, you talk well, about the justification about is yeah. the justification is exposure. It's you're, not many people will be on him. Right. So much good stuff out there tonight, and he he will start to hit. I mean, I I haven't had too many seasonal. Um, it's been a rough seasonal year for me. Um, one of the better moves I made was not drafting Dansby Swanson, mm-hmm. at least so far. Twenty nine hundred, by the way, Estrubal Cabrera is another one I throw into that mix too. It, it, Throw Tulo in there against uh, Wojciechowski as well. Yeah, uh, don't sleep on Cabrera out there today, kids. I'll tell you, I think that that's a for 2,900 you can really uh, get behind and uh, make a little hay, and that's what you want to do here. You yeah. want to make sure you yeah. get some of those guys. You mentioned Walker, and you mentioned Cabrera. We mentioned you know a lot of middle infield pairings today. We mentioned uh, also in the red side, Suarez and Cozart. So there's a lot you can like there and a lot you can figure yeah. out. So baseball is here. And it's that time that you don't want to get stranded out on first base without a Rotowire subscription. And don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month subscription to Rotowire. So go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible. And users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. Last one on to the outfield, Todd Zola. Who's your favorite outfielder of the day? Come on, give it to me. Who's your guy you just love within the outfield? Uh, I just actually clicked off of my uh, – Oh, my, well, now here green. we go. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. I, uh, All right, how about let's talk about Charlie Blackman, 4,500 in the meantime before you go clicking off things. It's the lefty-lefty thing. I don't, I don't hate it. Um, but, you know, there's other places to go. Uh, you know, you want to stay in that same team, I'll take Ian Desmond. And I don't want to sound like I'm too – because the thing is I – 
you know, I don't, I'm not, it's not my first, my first filter is not platoon edge. It, it's a filter, but right. And, and Blackman has shown he can hit. Right. And that's why I brought him up because that, yeah. that fact that people will automatically just assume or not go deep enough sometimes, that's not necessarily the yeah. right thing. Not if to I, mention Charlie Blackman swinging the bat pretty well. Yeah. Right. Seeing the ball well, that's all something you want to dial into it. And if it's I'm funny Batman. because I think Des- Desmond, Desmond is the right answer on paper and theoretically, but I just still waiting for Ian Desmond to put it together and he has yet to really right. do it this year yeah exactly and if, it, if, if you, i would use blackman in a colorado stack i would not use him as a standalone i guess that's the better way to put it fair enough joey bats jose bautista just raking for the entire month of may that, been, that's a green line that's a green light for sure for 4k i think that might even be the best return of the high end four thousand dollar and above outfielders that you got today uh continuing to go down the board here aaron judge at 39 at baltimore Kind of surprised. He's fallen a couple hundred dollars here. He's got Chris Tillman. He's another hitter-friendly ballpark. He's got home runs and back-to-back days. Not sure why we're up to 39 here, why the price is going backward. But you mentioned earlier, lots of loose pricing, lots of loose numbers. Uh, they want some offense in those lineups today. Yeah, and Tillman's uh, known to give it up. You know, but you, you, back, you know you, you, I don't know if you skipped over and we're going to get to him, but back at 4,100, Corey Dickerson, who I think at this point, I think I read this morning he's got more total bases than Mike Trout. I know Trout's hurt, but, I mean, he, he, he just got hurt. That just shows you how well Corey Dickerson's hitting. And yeah. he's, it's a righty matchup tonight. He's also playing a bit against lefties. But uh, Dick Dickerson, I mean, the price is reflecting it, but he's also worth it at this point. Um, and that, Mookie against, Mookie against uh, Jose Quintana. How come only guys with, with weird names, like we're not going to say, um, you know, we're not going to say Joe against Quintana is good. But we'll say Mookie against Quintana's good. Well, you know, a lot more Joes, a lot less Mookies. <laughs> you know, I think that's what it is. If you want to call me Mookie, that's fine. We can we can do that. You can be Mookie Pizza Pia. Uh, I'll have to change my Twitter handle, but that doesn't seem like such a I hard thing. I bet you it's to available. Do. Mookie Pizza Pia, probably. Unless, unless you had a Mets fan back in the day that may have <laughs> changed their name after. There's a, there's a chance had Twitter been around when I was eight that that might have been my handle. It's very very. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It's very possible. All right. All right. Continuing down the outfield, now you right. see you mentioned about Trout being out. Cameron Maben now assured of playing time. He's got opportunity against Cologne. Thirty six hundred. I kind of wish it was just a little bit cheaper, but this is a guy who has been stealing bases lately. It is a guy that you know can make some decent contact. I don't feel like there's enough floor here for him personally, especially against you know. I mean, Cologne is not the. I don't know. I, I keep looking at this camera, maybe, and I was like, man, there's an opportunity here, but I just don't think it's today. I just wish it was a little bit cheaper. Well, the only, the only thing we'll say is uh, he should not have, if he does get on, he should not have too much of an issue running against the Mets. Right. Well, that's, that's, uh, well, against the uh, Braves, Braves, Bartolo Colon. Oh, I'm against no the longer. That's all right. It happens Even so, to me all the, the time. Same. It's the same principle. Flowers, whoever's catching. Right. Uh, it's it's the same. That is bad. Yeah, flowers, atrocious. Yeah. It's the same principle uh, either either way. All right. Hunter Renfro at 35, though. This is a guy I do want to talk about now. He's more of a GPP play, but power has been terrific for the last couple of weeks. He's, he's showing that, you know, I think he, despite the swings and misses, that he belongs here in the major mm-hmm. league level. And he's facing roughly a AAA pitcher here, Nettie Butler. I think Renfro 35 is actually a really nice tournament play today. Yep. No, absolutely. Uh, I'm not worried about the park. So yeah, th- that, that that's, he was on my, he was, he was yellow. 
he wasn't green. He's yellow, but he's on the list. All right, what color is Adam Duvall against the lefty in Toronto? Give me a color. Uh, it's, it's, green. It's, it's, it's green, but it's a chalky green. It's a chalky green. It's like a, it's a, so, so it's chalky think, green, like a lime green. Like what kind of green are we talking? Yeah, I'm actually not. Yeah, it's it's. I I just basically I think I think people will be on. Nothing wrong with him, but I think people will be on that. I think people will be on the, on him. He's had a couple of homers lately. People seem to follow that sort of thing. So um, nothing wrong with it, but um, it, I think it'll be high, high some high exposure. One last guy for me, and I'll let you close it out here. Domingo Santana, another guy who's been hot lately. Another good matchup against Pill. Uh, Santana swinging the bat very well. Who's your last outfield you want to throw out there for everybody today? Well, my Detroit stack with Mart- J.D. Martinez at 35 and Justin Upton at 29 <clears throat> going against Goglin. So um, if, I'm, if, if, I, like I said, if I have one lineup in tonight, I know there's a game of course, but I'm uh, stacking the bejeebers out of the uh, Tigers. There you heard it. Look, if you're not stacking the bejeebers, then I don't know. You're just doing it wrong. And, and is a po- bejeebers is the technical term. It is. Some other podcasts are going to use some other terms. Well, they're wrong. They're wrong. It's bejeebers. I agree. All right. For, uh, that's Todd Zola. You can follow him on Twitter at Todd Zola. You can follow me at JoePizzaPia17. For everybody here at Rotowire, have a great day of Daily Fantasy. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase. It's a culture, and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.